this is Marsha and you're listening to my little tiny little podcast I'm listening and uh, I would first like to thank you for hitting the listen button I totally totally appreciate it from the bottom of my heart and secondly I hope that's something you can learn or digest at the end of this podcast Well, this podcast is not sponsored and the main reason I do this is to share my thoughts with people who might experience the same things I do or share my thoughts. And plus, this is kind of fun, so I'll I'll probably continue doing this for some time until I kind of hit a brick wall, which I might very soon. Anyway, today I'm talking about how some of us use stress as a motivator how we use it and why maybe we just might want to think about it for a while why we shouldn't should shouldn't place too much emphasis on it the floor is open here i'll share some thoughts with from um, some industry leaders inspirational speakers and authors as well so i hope you like it so here we go Well, a little bit of stress is probably a good thing because it kicks things into gear. It protects us from harm, gets things done, and honestly speaking, the human system works in a way that when we get a little stressed out, there's a sense of urgency and adrenaline rush. Sometimes we chase after that, just like a marathon runner or you know, someone who goes to the gym every day. But what about the countless times that we ignore, glorify, or pretend they are not there? It could be a result of us having to contend with daily traffic gridlock on the way to and from work. It could also be a result of conflict at home, financial problems, or just our kids kicking up a storm of tantrums on a daily basis. So it can all sort of kind of build up. Or... There could simply be no reason for it because we imagined it. Now, think about that for a moment to see if you've ever been in such situations. Because we're wired for movement and we have a fear of immobility. As with many in-depth studies, um, the most recent studies on stress are done within the United States. According to a recent one, one in every five employees is either experiencing or have experienced extreme cases of burnouts. It's quite unsettling for me to read that in those people, they tend to shut up, keep quiet, and bear with it when they're bothered by stress. Is it because it's simply seen as a weakness? That's an Instagram account I'd like to share. Um, it's Mastin Kip. Um, it's www.instagram.com forward slash M A S T I N K I P P. That's the account that I follow, and he posts snippets snippets of his talks on social media on his social media accounts. In one of it, he contends that people have a hard time sitting still when they're wired 
you can't argue with that. Well, he argues that we are made for mobility, for movement, for action, for doing something, anything. And that is why so many people fail at meditation. Human beings have a morbid fear. He uses this word, morbid fear, of being immobile. Because being in, immobile to our brain means we will be eaten. We have to re rewind a little bit, uh, you know, and think about the days of our, our ancestors in you know, times when human beings were less developed. But if you think about it, you'll find it to be quite true. You know, that's the primal part of our brain that evolution has yet to improve on. And that's why we run around so much. We try to get as many things done within the shortest period of time as possible. And we end up being stressed because we are wearing too many hats and juggling too many balls at, all at the same time. And we don't want to be viewed as not doing our best. You know, we, we yearn, naturally we yearn for praise, compliments, and we want people to see that we're getting things done. If your friend messages or calls you to ask you how life was, there are two very distinct preferred answers. Number one, you'll say, my life is awesome, I have nothing to worry about and I'm lounging around by the poolside right now. The second possible answer is, I'm so busy, my work is very important to the company, to the boss and to the business. Even if it's true, even if our life is falling apart or we're facing uh, incredible, incredible problems in work or personal life, we never say, gosh, I feel like the weight of the world is on my shoulders and I feel like collapsing right here. Please call an ambulance, but don't tell anyone. Well, everyone does that including me well slowing down and achieving one thing at a time when I'm stressed I try to do as many things as I can I'll say yes I'll make dinner yes I'll complete that article yes I'll get the kids back from the mall yes I'll help make that phone call yes 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 that's when I'm headed for a burnout if I don't put things into perspective. Well, getting one thing started and finishing it before doing something else can have a great impact on our minds and ultimately our health. <coughs> Excuse me. I've gotten Gretchen Rubin's book, you know, Happier at Home. You should check it out. You know, a long time ago, I got this book a long time ago. And the pages of the books are now brown and look like it belonged to another decade. But instead of scrolling through my Twitter, Instagram or Facebook timelines, I, you know, sometimes pick out a random book from my bookshelf and then start rereading something I'm already done with. And this was one of the books, you know, Gretchen Rubin's uh, Happier at Home. Well, she wrote about clearing her home, which is a part of making a home a happy one. 
you know, uh, from stuff we don't need, use, or appreciate anymore. You know, things lying around, you know, stuff we wanted to recycle and stuff like that. The book was published quite some time ago, so she's ahead of Marie Kondo in this respect. But she wrote about clearing her home shelf by shelf, drawer by drawer, corner by corner, and it rang true for me. Instead of being frantic about the whole plan, she broke it down into little pieces that she knew she could handle, and it reduced her stress by a whole lot. As soon as she gave herself ample time, reasonable time to get it done, it will be done. New York Times writer Tim Herrera also wrote something about this in his Smarter Living column, and the title of the article is called um, Today, Do That One Thing You've Been Putting Off. You can go check it out. Uh, it's on New York Times. He mentions the fact that all of us have that one thing we've been putting off, something we dread doing, and yet no people Everyone knows that it will eventually catch up with us. Psychologists call this self-sabotage. Although I see it in a less dreary light, I just call it procrastination until we don't have a choice anymore. Well, I'll quote Tim Herrera. Um, don't beat yourself up for putting it off for this long. That's already happened, and there's nothing you can do about it. Just act now to set things right. Studies have shown time and time again that lowering the bar and achieving them leads to an increase in dopamine levels in, in our bodies. On top of feeling like things are achievable, we get pumped up for the next tiny task to complete. James Watson of uh, The Double Helix wrote this in his 1968 memoir, um, and I quote, Of all the things that can boost emotions, motivation, and perceptions during a workday, the single most important is making progress in meaningful work, unquote, and well said. Smaller Roller Coasters Imagine if you're really afraid of roller coasters and you're standing right there in a theme park full of, full of them because your other half, your children, parents, friends or partner think that roller coasters are fun. The mere sight of roller coasters in fact stuns you into silence and turns you into stone. But you don't say anything about it because then they'll think you're weak. You don't have to avoid roller coasters for the rest of your life, but you also don't have to love them from here on, you know. You can start by taking on a teacup ride or the carousel, and when you feel like it, slowly move on to the ones you think you can manage without passing out. Personally, I like roller coasters. I dislike risk, but I like roller coasters for some reason. Well, this gradual progression will go back to the main topic, is still progress, you know, from teacup to small roller coaster to the wooden one to the mega twisty ones and then you know, to the, you know, the ones that scale the skies and all that. The only difference is that you're taking it on 
one at a time. Not only does this work in people's everyday lives, but it has also been shown that incremental progress helps with work lives too. Whether you're trying to come up with an app or solve a major scientific mystery, everyday progress, the small wins, can make a world of difference in the way we feel. And without a smidgen of doubt, the way we feel determines our overall performance at work and life. And that's why checklists work. If you've never worked with a checklist before, you should give it a shot. Give it a try. You'll have that one major goal with a deadline, but after slicing them up into tiniest bits, you'll start checking them off one by one. You'll see that every check mark produces an immense sense of accomplishment. Progress begets progress. You'll feel a little bit badass, you know. And a study done by the Harvard Business Review revealed that the human inner work life leads them to the progress principle. The best days of a worker was indicated by progress. The worst days are unsurprisingly marked with setbacks and disappointments. I know this is not rocket science, but we all need a reminder about how we, humans, react to the things around us. Whatever we conjure based on our environment and achievements are reflected in the results that we deliver. Among the 12,000 people who participated in the Harvard Business Review study expressed more warmth, pride, happiness on days when they the participants made progress, no matter how small they were. And you need to break things down and believe in the law of motion. Now, this technique has been given many names before, and they range from micro-progress to the 10-minute rule. But I am left befuddled when people continue to put emphasis on stress being a powerful um, motivator. In certain circumstances, yes, stress can be a motivator that propels you forward and onward, but almost always away from danger. If there's no danger, it's the stress we put on ourselves doing more harm than good. We know procrastination and putting things off until the last minute isn't the answer either. If you're a procrastinator, you're laughing with me right now. But we do we have to hang and swing along with the pendulum like a helpless goblin? No, we don't. I've come a long way from being that procrastinator teenager. And if you don't already know, I'll share it here. The only way to break out of that cycle is to say, screw this, I'm doing it. The law of motion will set in. I'll use a very simple example, which is something most of us have to do anyway, and that's housekeeping. I hate doing repetitive things, and I delay to a point where people get frustrated with me. I know it's not a good thing, but during my early years, being the stubborn mule that I was, I refused to budge. I, in my young mind, thought that if I ignored it long enough, it will either get done or disappear. Well, no. Dust doesn't disappear. That much I found out. Well, once I moved out of 
the sanctity of a place that came with a daily housekeeper and had to deal with the picking up of things that needed picking up or deal with it forever being there. I realized that all it took was the first step. The most difficult part of the, the, the entire thing is actually the first step. The law of motion dictates that after cleaning up one drawer, you'll feel like you've saved the world in a way, you know, and then you'll feel like cleaning up another drawer and then the next and then the next. When I felt like I had to clean a whole house on my own, I felt stressed out and overwhelmed. So I avoided it and pretended it did not exist. But when I started cleaning five to ten drawers, happily, I might add, it felt awesome. So in conclusion, here's what I suggest. Let's write down a major life goal. It could be anything from retiring in five years to starting a business, anything. Sit down and break that goal up into tiny little manageable pieces and then decide on a reasonable timeline and deadline. One of the things I've learned is that none of this, everything that anyone can say will work if there is no deadline. So there has to be one. You can break it into tiny five-minute tasks or day-to-day -day ones, whatever you think will work. Once you have that pinned down, you'll feel a commitment to it. Bear in mind that there will be down days where you get nothing done, absolutely nothing. You'll feel like crap after that. You know? But this shouldn't set you back for too long because you're going to get it do a little bit of catching up if you miss the deadline, right? So I'm not a guru or a do-it-all as I'm even as I'm writing this, but or reading this. But if there is one thing I can say has improved, it's that I feel better about myself now compared to the me that I was eight, maybe like eight to ten years ago. I don't glorify stress anymore. I don't let other people give me unnecessary stress either. I know now that in order to get things done, stress is not the best motivator for me. I need a calm mind, a strategy, and achievable goals. At the very least, when I looked at my schedule, I don't see a rabbit hole into the depths of the unknown universe of uncertainty. That's very powerful. It's like looking into like a black hole. Instead, I see baby steps that I can take in the right direction and that's so much more manageable. So if I follow that path, I believe that things will get done. Well, thank you for listening to me thus far. I appreciate it as always and hope that it helped in some way. If you would like to follow me, I'm always online, either on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, or this podcast. I'll try to update as much as I can and hope to help as many people as possible. I hope this made it your life a little bit better. Thank you so much and cheers.